Blog Talk Radio. Black Politics Today. An eye for what's at stake in global politics and your source for the social, economic, and political impact of public policy on the African American community. Your host, Kelly Michael Williams, is a political strategy veteran with an undefeated campaign record and the political experience that spans nearly three decades from Mayor Willie Brown in California to President Barack Obama in our nation's capital. So get ready for a fresh and honest approach on the politics that affect you and your family the most. Now, your host, Kelly Michael Williams. Well, I think that says it all, ladies and gentlemen. I think that says it all. The world ain't going to get no better without change. And we have the changing. It's you and me. It's left up to you and I to make change that we want to see happen in this United States of America, across this country, across the globe, across the world. It's only going to happen if we do it. Welcome to the show, everyone. I'm your host, Kelly Michael Williams. As I do with each show and every broadcast, I always pause and my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, for just allowing me to host this show. <clears throat> And for being able to uh, this platform and reach out to you across the, the nation and uh, internet and everywhere that you listen to the show on broadcast or this broadcast and, and 
talk about issues and the topics that I think that are impacting us, that are going to impact us, and those that are already impacting and have an effect on us uh, socially, economically, and politically. And as we move into 2020, Happy New Year to everyone. Um, happy New Year to, to those that we left behind in, in 2019 and those that we're going to bring on board in 2020. And of course, everyone that supported us and, and uh, kept us viable and listened and supported and, and subscribed to the magazine and listened to the show and told friends to listen to the show. And of all my guests, I want to thank them as well for helping out and, and being available to us so that uh, those of you who are listening can get some insight, get some understanding, and, and have uh, uh, some impact in your lives, socially, economically, or politically. And those of you who have uh, always been there to be supportive and to come on the show and, and share your expertise, your knowledge, and your passion, I want to thank you as well as we've been in 2020. Because i got to tell you, the last month of 2019, uh, almost to get out of here, I, I was sick as a dog in, in more ways. I had pneumonia twice and got the flu right here at the first year. And uh, it's been rough, but thanks be to God that uh, we're able to make it. And, and everything is okay now. You know, we're, we're here now and, and we don't have those issues. So everything is good. So I'm grateful and thankful to him for allowing me to, to get through, see uh, 2020, wake up this morning, see life, and uh, and make it through. So that song is John Legend, uh, The Roots, and uh, uh, Melanie, Fiona, and Common. Uh, we didn't play it long enough to, to let Common uh, uh, chime in. But that is the song that we play. Uh, Harold, Melvin, and the Blues, Wake Up Everybody. And I think it's also pointed that we that I play that because especially during the time uh, in this country, we have to wake up and pay attention to what's going on. And tonight is no different. Tonight is another one of those segments and, and one of those broadcasts where we just talk about things that we may not really talk about or look into or, or be aware of, that we even pay attention to. And that's the thing that gets me most is a lot of times we as Americans don't pay attention to a lot of stuff. Uh, we pay more attention to reality shows and Instagram and, and selfies and how many likes we have than we do to the issues that are impacting our pocketbooks and our daily lives each and every day. Uh, some of the things that are going on uh, here in Washington, D.C., a lot of you don't pay attention to because you're all using to yourself, oh, yeah, well, you know, homeboy is crazy. Dude is going to do what he's going to do. He's going to say what he's going to say. But you really don't understand the impact of what's going on and and how people can literally uh, impact your life with words, especially when they're coming from Congress, they're coming from the White House, they're coming from the court, and how that transitions and translates into what happens across the country globally. Uh, many of you don't recognize or even realize just how much of a war we could have been at uh, simply because of, of a, a, a stupidity action uh, by someone. Uh, no, the stupid action by Trump. Let's make it clear and plain. The stupid action by Trump that could literally just at war uh, have your sisters and brothers going to war, fighting for, fighting over something that they did not need to be fighting over, dying for stuff they didn't have to do. And so as I as I talk about that and take that. 
we're coming into a new year, and of course, tax season is coming up. So everyone in a couple of weeks are going to be getting your W-2s and your I-9s, I mean, excuse me, your 1099s and, and various uh, uh, tax documents you can get and begin to file your taxes with. But in many cases, when we look at African Americans, African Americans aren't living in a lot of the tax brackets uh, to take advantage of the many tax policy changes this administration has put in place in 2017, $2 trillion tax cut and tax overhaul legislation that Mitch McConnell shepherded through the Senate as well as through the House and had Trump sign. Um, this administration forced down the throats of American people this $2 trillion tax cut that in every single case, every single case, has shown to purely benefit white America, corporate America, and hurt black America and minority America and in every category and every aspect. And so when I say a lot of black folks aren't in the tax brackets to take advantage of, uh, African Americans are feeling the pinch of what this public policy is doing to the so-called middle class, where many African-Americans used to be, could be, uh, because they had a home, because they had a good job, there was a husband and a wife, you know, especially in this part of town, they worked for the federal government, um, or in corporate, you know, in other parts of the country, they worked in corporate America, uh, they had the ability to send their, you know, kids off to college and that nature, but now they're at no class. You know, you got the upper class or the wealthy class, and there is no middle class. There's that no class, and then there's the poverty stricken folks, um, and those of us who are, you know, a paycheck away from being poverty stricken. Um, so now, ownership deductions are virtually eliminated. The pathway to the black middle class, which through home ownership, is rapidly shrinking. And you got to ask yourself, you know, what's next? You know, what are we going to do? And how are we going to deal with this? And what are the things that we need to take advantage of or, or, or get ourselves involved in? But more importantly, what are the things we need to pay attention to? Because as that middle class that used to be there for us is shrinking and moving away, uh, getting closer and closer to that point, we don't know how we're going to make it or where we're going to make it or if we're going to make it. And especially if you're working in corporate America or places where they're downsizing, cut sizing, eliminate sizing, and doing some different things. The question is, where does that leave you? And more importantly, what pathway should we be looking at, should African Americans be seeking to get to, to be able to get to that point where they can actually do something different? What is it that they're able to do, or where should they look to move forward in, in terms of, of uh, being able to identify different tax issues or t- different tax opportunities for themselves to be able to take advantage of. How can they take advantage of these tax loopholes and these different tax uh, advantages to be able to say, hey, I'm out there and I need to be able to take advantage of this stuff and be able to do something about it. If they're not out there, they can't do that. So if they're not out there on the tax, on the tax scene, if they're not out there on the, uh, uh, with the, the people who know, how can they take advantage of what's going on? So tonight, I'm hoping, I'm praying, and I know the person I got on the phone tonight is going to help us um, understand the different things about taxes. More importantly, his brother, many of you know him, you've, you've heard him on the show before. Uh, he's a he's 
a civil rights activist, he's an entrepreneur, he's a taxpayer or tax, uh, I say taxpayer, but he's going to correct me. Um, he's the owner of M- MTM Enterprises, Marlon Jackson, you, you know, you heard him. He's been out there sometimes before, he's out there doing some great things. Uh, and he's building up tax offices across the country where he is out there making sure that people are becoming uh, uh, tax, you know, uh, uh, preparers. They're becoming tax owners and own tax offices and moving across the, the, the nation doing something like that. And now he is a franchisor of, uh, of tax offices. So welcome to the show, Mark. Well, how you doing? Uh, uh, the way you made me sound, I want to meet me. <laughs> what, 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 <laughs> oh man, that's what we do. I well, mean, hey, you are the man. Hey, thank you, so, thank I you mean, so much for if, having me on your show. Uh, happy tax if season. I'm, right, I'm bringing my taxes to you. Shoot, I mean, certainly, certainly, I gotta make sure that uh, people understand that they, you know, if I'm trusting you and uh, and I'm putting my stuff out there, then certainly they can do the same. Yeah, you know, uh, I, I heard you mention when you were speaking earlier, uh, Kelly, that um, you know the black middle class is really getting hit real hard. Um, <laughs> and and I'm a, I'm gonna tell you how that hit me. I I didn't go to school for mental health counseling, but a right. lot of my clients came in here hurting um, over this tax season. Um, and and the people that really hurt the most is your two hundred and fifty thousand to maybe three hundred and fifty thousand, which is our Prince George County uh, people, you know, with two income families. And um, you know, uh, you know, Donald Trump told everybody, "Hey, man, I'm going to have a one-page uh, a tax form, and and uh, you know, you're, you're going to get more money in your paycheck." And people are thinking, "Okay, more money in my paycheck? That sounds pretty good," but what he didn't say was you're going to end up paying at the end. And a lot of these people thought that everything was going to be better, and a lot of folks that were owing 3000 are owing 8000 And I've seen this numerous times here at this office. And, it, uh, it, and it's something that you tell people they don't, they don't get it, they don't understand it. And as I said, they don't pay attention. So that if they take that third freaking sound by and it's, oh, you're going to get more money, Paycheck, you're gonna be looking large, and we're doing this. And then they come, there's something like you're twelve hundred more dollars in your paycheck. Uh, and then they they tell them it's over the year, but people just hear twelve hundred dollars. They don't factor you know, in. When I, when I heard them say 12, that. They don't they don't factor divide them by twelve, and then adding the taxes on that don't come out. But actually, all you need is eighty two dollars. Yeah, and and a lot of people were expecting um, good things from this new tax policy. But, you know, one thing I can say, anytime someone says you're going to have one page, that means they had to eliminate a whole page. So, you know, let's let's talk about uh, what they eliminated. Okay, they got rid of the exemptions. So, you know, it's been like $4,000 for an exemption. So if you're a family of, let's say, six in Prince George County, you're already losing $24,000 in deductions. Yeah. You know, and, and then you have people that are police officers and postal workers and firefighters <laughs> and people that have to wear uniforms, and they don't have the non-reimbursable expenses anymore. Right. Right. 
Then they capped the taxes, so they capped the taxes at ten grand. So if you're making about three hundred grand, two hundred grand, your taxes are pretty high. So usually mm-hmm. people are writing off almost eighteen to twenty three thousand in taxes on, on what they paid in taxes, right? They capped right. that at ten thousand. So with those three things missing right there, that really um, put a real dagger into the hearts of the middle class, especially the black middle class. Because uh, the, the black middle classes are rich people. Let's keep it real, you know. Um, you know we you know we don't have forty four right. million uh, millionaires. No, 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 we don't. And 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 right that that black middle class is where uh, those two are. You know those two. Uh, uh, husband and wife earners, those two earners in the household, you know, had a good job. They probably both over six figures. So they're, they're in that two hundred fifty to $300,000 range. Uh, I'm telling you, Michael, I've had women that would not even come into the office with their husbands. They didn't even come back to file. They, usually they file extensions, and mm-hmm. then before October 15th, they come and file their tax returns. A whole lot of people didn't come back this year. I mean, I don't know what they're thinking about because wow. they still got to they still got to face the drummer. But a lot of them are right. going through hardship as it is. You know, uh, middle class ain't easy nowadays. You know, because <clears throat> it takes care of the rich and the poor. You know, the poor the poor are getting earned income tax credit, so they're getting eight, nine, ten thousand dollars. And and then you talking about the rich people. I mean, he dropped he dropped the uh, corporate. Um, a uh, 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 tax rate from thirty eight point nine one percent all the way down to like twenty one percent. So right. if you think about if you think about what that means for every one of those numbers, if you're making a millions, that means a million dollars is being, um, you know, given uh, giving you a break off of your taxes. And if you really make money, you break about ten million dollars for every point. Right. So so how should uh, how should folks who, by virtue of their income on paper, be in the middle class prepared this year to file their taxes? What is that single parent who's renting as a child, uh, doesn't get reimbursed for driving back and forth to the office, and they drive over an hour to and from uh, in, a, in, a, in a, a system where the distance matters, whether or not they can, you know, deduct this or not? What, what are some of the people that you're talking about now should they be looking for? How should they be preparing this year to file the taxes? Because it's going to be the full year where this new tax um, and is going into effect. Last year was the the beginning of it, but now this year, that full year that's in effect. Yeah, you know, you know what I am seeing more of though, and, and I'm glad to see is people are starting to contact tax planners, and I think it's important if you're in a business, you need an accountant, and if you're making money, you need a tax planner. So I would encourage everybody who's making money to don't just sit back here and let Uncle Sam keep taking your money. There are things you can do, but you need to talk to someone who has a good background and sort of showing you the kind of things that could protect your um, your, your 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 tax liability uh, more or less. Mm-hmm. So you know, income is your liability, so you need to try to figure out where you can put it and get it out the way. Uh, a, a lot of people don't realize the only way you can write something off is you got to be in a schedule. So like a schedule A, you know, a schedule C, schedule mm-hmm. E, or even a schedule D if it works in your in your benefit. But there mm-hmm. is nowhere to write off stuff with a W-2. So you're just depending on your taxes being taken out right and you having a bunch okay. of children. 
<laughs> but okay. uh, the, but people need to really um, think about paying money to a tax planner. Uh, in the long run, it, it'll save you uh, thousands of dollars. And we needed to stop being mad and being angry and start attacking this problem because it's real. And uh, we don't want to just keep giving our money away. I'm going to tell you something. White people don't give their money away. Oh, man, they mm-hmm. fight tooth and nail to get every dime taken out of their, their uh, paycheck. You know, and right. we need to do, you know, not everything they do is bad. Uh, I think we need to sort of learn lessons from how they do that because they they make sure, you know, and I've been around for 20-something years doing taxes, and, and, and white people fight to make sure they get all their money back. They'll, they'll, they do reading and planning and, and go to seminars and all kind of stuff uh, because, you know, um, $10,000 is a lot of money. It is. It is. Especially when you and a lot have. of people are just giving it away and then waiting for next year. Give it away, wait for next year. And and uh, some of my clients really uh, bug me out because I tell them what they need to do, and they come back the same way they did last year. And 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 keep beating itself. Yeah. So and and, oh. I, and 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 look, I can even show them how much money they're losing, and they'll look at me and make a face and leave, but they won't do nothing to change. So we got to start encouraging people to take some time out to try to keep all their hard-earned money. Well, definitely, uh, if, if if I look you crazy and I'm saying, didn't I just tell you on the show that you need to change and do something? Don't let me walk out of the office with just a crazy look on my face. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm going sure, to make sure I do something about it. Uh, so you said uh, most people aren't going to be doing anything because they get W-2. They have to do something else. So what are what is it that they can look at because if they don't have a business or if they're doing a little side hustle where are they going to find those benefits to take advantage of well you know believe it or not a lot of people do have um things going on they just don't know that they're allowed to write it off um you'd uh-huh. be surprised how many people are scared to write off deductions you know uh I remember I used to get people back money legally. I don't, you know, I ain't trying to get in no trouble because I enjoy what I do and I'm not trying to find a exactly. job. But I can exactly. remember getting people back money and they'd be like, uh, 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 no, uh, I don't want no problems. And I'm like, what do you mean you don't want no problems? <laughs> I, I mean, we're almost scared to get what we're entitled to, man. I don't know what where this came from. Cause let me let me give you an example. Let's just say. Um, a guy been managing his um, his his wife's sister's son, who's a rapper, right? And he been mm-hmm. buying them all kind of clothes, buying them all kind of equipment, buying them mics, uh, you know, taking them to shows, uh, buying them videos, and all kind of stuff, right? But he doesn't look that he's a he's an artist manager. Yeah. So all that money he's family. spending. Yeah, all that money he's spending, he don't know that he's actually doing a business. And a lot of times we got to look at what we're doing, and 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 if it's over the, you know, because it can be a hobby. Don't get me wrong, you can't write off hobbies, but some things, if you're doing them twelve months out the year, it, it, it becomes a business. Business, um, right. I, yeah, I remember a couple in Houston, Texas, that used to owe about twelve thousand every year, and I, I always like to ask people what they do because sometimes people forget. And I asked, I said, I said, don't y'all do anything? I said, you don't have any kind of business or anything you do? She said, he got that damn race car out back. He keep trying to, he ain't won no races, but he's been spending all that damn money on that car, buying tires and painting and the engine. 
you know, and by the time we got done, this guy was a race car driver. Mm-hmm. You know, so all those all those kind of expenses, right. you know, people don't realize if you have a dog and you've been putting them in dog shows, uh, you know, that's... <laughs> You know, it, 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 a dog ain't cheap. You know, you got to get it, uh, you know, neutered and uh, you got to feed it and, right. you know, right. and all those things. But a lot of people do these things because they like it and it's fun, but they don't look at it as a, that they're spending their, their hard-earned money. Right. Uh, and, 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 and it ain't coming back to them. So, you know, the IRS allows you to lose for about five years before they say, okay, hey, this is a right. hobby. A lot of things that we do and we just so caught up in our life going to work ten hours a day, we got food in the refrigerator, mm-hmm. we got a couple extra dollars in the bank, car insurance is paid, so we're not looking at what else we're spending money on that can possibly turn into a gain for you. Right. You know, you never know right. what, what spending money can do for you later. All that money you spent might turn into a gold mine. But along the way, people need to be like, I'm going to be honest with you, I hate to be saying it like this, but we need to be more like white folks when it comes to money that we actually saw and money we spent and where it went. Right. And so when you think about, um, like, the, the the things that have been taken that this administration has essentially uh, stopped us from being able to write off from, from taking advantage of, of your interest rate and your taxes and things of that nature, how should more Africans look at uh, in terms of home ownership? Those who own homes, and then those who are looking for the house to be that middle class jumpstart for them. Now, not being able to take advantage of a lot of the tax benefits from home ownership. You know, it's, it's funny you're saying that because they were actually going to cut the uh, mortgage interest, and they were mm-hmm. going to cut um, donations to charities. But the charity said, if you do that, people are going to stop donating. Well, some you of know, that so. uh, I understood the effect because a lot of people in the charity side aren't being able to take advantage of, of their their uh, like church ties if it doesn't reach a certain threshold. Well, if 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 you don't have a home, it's sort of hard unless you unless you pay some crazy ties and offerings. Let me let me give it to you like this: the standard deduction for a person who's single is twelve thousand dollars. Mm-hmm. So in order for you to get over $12,000, you know, donating some stuff ain't going to do it. You're going to need uh, mortgage interest. You're going to need property taxes. You're going to need tithes and to the church, donations to charity. In other words, you you need a, a whole list of things to overcome twelve grand. If you're married, you got to overcome tw- 24000 So the people who used to itemize and it benefited them, now they don't even come up to twenty four thousand with um, their Schedule A, so their standard deduction is carrying them, and it doesn't make sense to put all this stuff on a Schedule A if if it's not more than what the government gives you, because all I'm doing is charging you more money, and it ain't changing your refund balance either way. Your refund. Yeah, it's not changing the thing, but it's putting all that stuff there for you. If you get audited now, you got to come up with all this proof. So a lot of times you got to look at your itemized deductions and decide whether it's worth it, you know, because the standard deduction has been doubled. I mean, if you're head of household, it's $18,000 deduction. You know, it used to be nine, around 9000 mm-hmm. something. So, so, you know, that's one thing that's good for certain people, but for the most people who itemize, they cut right. a lot of stuff out. They cut a lot they of stuff out, you know. 
Yeah, that that tax is huge. You know, when they capped that tax at ten thousand, that that, right. that was mean. Cause, I mean, let me let me let me put it this way: if your property taxes are about let's say five thousand one hundred, and then right. your 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 state uh, taxes that you pay is about eighteen. So right there is twenty three hundred, and then you got your personal property taxes. So you're almost losing ten thousand dollars in deduction with them taking that out. But man, if people keep listening to Donald Trump, man, I, I don't want to make this political, but oh, but the political show, go ahead, the political show, go ahead. That that's why you here. Go ahead. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm just yeah. saying though he don't have a clue about taxes. He's never showed his own. He uses right. taxes as a way to get a loan. You know, it's like let me owe the IRS a billion dollars and I'll pay them when I feel then, like it. And then I file bankruptcy and, and, and I go to the bank and the bank give me more money because they're afraid that I'm gonna lose everything I have, so they give me more money because I'm I'm I'm, I'm white. I can tell them I have some money. I can tell them I can do business, but I can file bankruptcy anytime I want to and never lose a penny doing it. Yeah. But if you black yeah. you file bankruptcy, you lose everything, including. Your burial plot, and you won't even get buried. And once you go in because you didn't file bankruptcy, they take that from you yeah. too. Want to give you a plot? You know, again. I, I, you know, I could sit here in the little short time we have and start throwing a whole lot of tax uh, stuff at you, and then nobody would get it. But I, I, I wanted to go to another side of this um, tax thing, if you don't mind. And, no, that's and, what uh, I'm here and, take and, you. I'm here have you talk about from a, from an activist point of view and from a, a business. Point of view, what are what are the opportunities that you see for young wage and older black folks to consider uh, getting into this tax business and preparation and owning tax offices as an entrepreneur? Yeah, I, you know, and and I think it's very important that we do that because you know the powers that be, um, the the big tax offices, they have a policy of get them in and get them out. So they don't really educate you or give you any kind of literacy or tell you what you need to do and you know, you go in there, you give them the stuff, they do it, they look at you, tell you what the cost is, and, and see you later. And they do that because they don't know how to talk to people who don't look like them. And then some of the people who look like us, they don't really care to just there to, you know, to get a little check. But I think until we get into the business, because we're 80% people of color, or 80% of the people who use these tax offices because they can't afford to pay an accountant, and they want their money back in seven to ten days. They don't want to wait eight weeks from the IRS. So what happens is they come to my office, and I have helped so many people who were plumbers, and I showed them how to become owners of their plumbing. And until folks get in front of us, we don't have that opportunity to help people. So I think that more of us need to get into the tax industry. It's a great industry. It's a you know, you make a 12-month income in three months every year because it's a recession-proof business. And um, one one thing I do want to say, you don't have to go to Harvard. You don't have to be a CPA. You don't have to have 110,000 hours of tax law. All that bamboozle uh, on these commercials scaring everybody away. Uh, this industry is nothing like that. Matter of fact, most of my friends are people I do taxes for. Uh, when my phone rings, it's a customer. But I just want to see more of us get into this business so we can have some power. Um, can I give you a couple reasons why I, why I say power? Right now, Absolutely. we're not allowed. Yeah, we're not. We, we don't have black banks that can cash refund checks unless you're, you're unless it's your bank. 
So the banks that do it are like Wells Fargo, uh, uh, Walmart does it, uh, Ace Check Cashing, and they get enormous fees from us cashing checks. So we okay, have to come right together there. so we – huh? Stop right there. Explain to the okay. what you mean by we don't have banks who can cash refund checks. Break well, you know, they they have exclusivity out here, so they do deals with certain people, and, and Walmart's one of the people that got a Walmart card where you can get your card right at the tax office and go to Walmart and get your money. Uh, you know, so Walmart takes advantage of these fees. Uh, then Ace Check Cash, and oh my God, man, their fees, man, I I I, I don't even want to tell you how much they charge uh, to cash checks, uh, mm-hmm. these refund checks, and then Wells Fargo mm-hmm. cashes refund checks. So. Every time you cash a refund check, you have to pay these um, exorbitant fees, and it turns into being a lot of money. And I'm sure black banks will love to be able to be in, able to cash refund checks for uh, 80% of the people that use these offices, you know, mm-hmm. who, who, are, who, who look like us. You know, so, so in, until we get some power in here and stop being these mob-pops, see, we, all the black tax offices really need to come together. And like a almost like a union, so we can make sense and and have the United Negro College Fund on the software, you know. Say, do you want to donate to the United Negro College Fund? Give people an opportunity to give three dollars to the United Negro College Fund. You'd be surprised how much that can be when you have over 150 million people filing taxes. Right. Exactly. Exactly. You know, That's and then not just that. They, they not just that. The big bamboozle is the way they're able to advertise all year lying. When I see these commercials on TV, it drives me crazy when I hear them talking about, you can donate your car. I'm like, and, and what's that going to do for them if they don't own a house and don't have all the other stuff that goes with the donated car? So people come to my office talking about, oh, well, here, here's my donation for my car. <laughs> I'm like, that ain't going to help you none. <laughs> so I ain't trying to be funny. But but the commercials on TV are incredible what they're telling people with these taxes, these people that can afford to advertise. You know, they're telling people they can get these advances, right? Eighty percent of mm-hmm. people get denied. They get denied for them advances because the IRS took away the debt indicator. So now the bank can't tell if a person has a student loan or child support or owes the IRS. So right now we just need to get in this tax business. I think everybody out there needs to get a tax office, and I wouldn't mind training them if they call me. Uh, I'll be more than happy to let them see how this can help them and their family out because taxes ain't going nowhere. So talk to me about, uh, or to talk to the listeners and tell them what is it they need to do or what are the barriers that someone needs to to overcome in terms of being able to become a taxpayer or tax owner of a tax office? Uh, Because those are, I'm assuming in, in, in terms of this discussion, we're looking at those as two different things. So is their tax prepared to be able to get into the business? And the second is when they become a tax owner okay. of that and they can be able to hire people or they can uh, basically uh, farm out their service, farm out the service to well, people like independent contractors. To break it down for us so we understand what exactly does it mean being a tax owner or tax repair or what the difference is between the two. Okay, well, first of all, you've got to be an American citizen. And then the second thing is you have to be current with your taxes. And that doesn't mean if you owe and you're paying on time, then you are current. 
so if you have a tax problem, you probably won't get your electronic filing identification number called an EFIN number. You got to have an EFIN number to cover your office because the only way you can do bank products, which is what we said earlier, the um, people's fees come out of the refund check. Right. And the uh, and you can print your check in ten days instead of them waiting for eight weeks. So mm-hmm. if you're an ERO, you can e-file to the IRS, and we're sort of in bed with the IRS because they got rid of the um, uh, the IRS as it used to be and gave it to the private sector. So they're happy with us, and we update our software with the IRS uh, daily. And um, so they sort of like ERO. As a matter of fact, people that do tax act and and TurboTax are the most audited people in the tax industry. You know, and that's because the IRS knows that they're not a professional. So when they see those tax returns come in, they know who's doing them, people doing their own taxes. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of people don't realize that, though, but CPAs and and uh, and, uh, and uh, TurboTax and tax, if, if you look it up, you'll see who the most audited people in the tax industry. So you need to have a, a EFIN number so you can be an ERO, which is an electronic return originator. There's a lot okay. of benefits to to having your EFIN number. Not hard to get. It's free. You can go to irs.gov and just put in the search box EFIN and apply for your EFIN. And if you get an EFIN, should, then you're able should, to do a lot anybody, of things. Should can everybody do that? I mean, because I'm thinking that some people are saying, well, I don't know if someone asks me, can they deduct this, can they deduct that? Well, they can do that because I don't know the tax law. Well, I mean, if if you're if you're an electronic filing originator, you 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 know you're going to learn taxes um, as you go. I learn something every day because the laws change. You know, Congress uh, governs uh, taxes. You know, everything that changes, they vote on it. So just like this year, there's some changes. Uh, I'm just now starting to see them, uh, but most of the changes right now are due diligence cha- changes that they want tax preparers to fill out. Uh, you know, they want tax preparers to prove, yes, I saw the ID, yes, I saw the birth certificate, yes, I saw the Social Security card, yes, I saw the person, yes, I talked to her husband. They got about 100 questions on the software now that's trying to tie people to the um, to the client. And, and that's fine because we need to get rid of those kind of people anyway because they give the industry a black eye. And I've seen some tax returns, so let's not get it twisted. I've seen some people doing some... Uh, incredible stuff uh, uh, trying to get people back refunds. And you should mm-hmm. always be leery of those kind of people because the IRS, is, they're pretty good at catching folks. You know, I've had people get caught doing stuff and three years back end up on $45,000 with penalties and interest. So it's not worth it laying around trying to rob the IRS and then you can't sleep, you know, wondering when that letter's coming. So I always encourage people, man, to do the right thing with these taxes. It's not worth it, you know. I ain't lived to be 65 years old worrying about the IRS. It's the electric filer originator? Yeah, it's called the ERO. And the name of the document that you need. Yeah, to be an ERO, you have to have an EFIN number, electronic filing identification number. Uh, okay. And and I would encourage file. people to have uh, that have yeah electronic file identification number. number. And and I would encourage people to have kids eighteen, nineteen years old to um work at a tax office. Because guess what? At some point they're gonna need to do their taxes. 
So you don't want to act like my mother. I grew up in 1954 when I was born, and, man, they had my mom and them uh, hating to see tax time come. It was a stressful time because they didn't know. Right. And I, right. and I think these young people, if they learn right now, taxes won't be nothing to them. They won't stress out about it, and they'll be ready for it. So I would encourage everybody to make sure their kid goes and gets some um, training on taxes from maybe Jackson Yule or me or anybody who can train them because it's a transferable skill. You know, it's something you can move and do it in another state. You know, we do 50 states here. Right. So now they, they go to IRS they, uh, for the ERO. And then they apply for the electronic filing identification number. You said it's yeah. charge. Right. All, right. Cost you anything. So, All you got to do is fill it out and be current in your taxes. And here's the thing about it even if you don't want to open a tax office, I still would get one because you may change your mind. <coughs> when, when you find so, out how simple this is, and I'm not going to lie, I'm not scared to tell the truth about it because Spike Lee was my second greatest black guy person, but uh, Harry Tubman was number one. But Spike Lee was <laughs> my greatest black guy because we've been bamboozled for a long time. Uh, people right. do not understand what this industry is all about. We have been to- told that they're going to come get you, the IRS is going to get you. You know, they act like the IRS is some kind of law enforcement, and, and, and you know, they do have to keep us in check with a little bit of fear. Because they do have to trust uh, a lot of people's taxes, you know. But for the main thing, if you ain't hiding money in overseas bank accounts, you really uh, don't even have. You're probably not going to go to jail unless you're just doing some outright crazy stuff, which some people do. But uh, you know, for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. I, I I enjoy this business too much, and I hate to see people, uh, you know, mess their taxes up. I'm, I'm always getting on people's cases about that stuff. You know, because, uh, you know, I, I can't lie, it's easy to do some crazy stuff with your taxes. And a lot of people, they end up getting caught and they don't care. But the bottom line is, if you want to live a long time, you don't need IRS problems. Right, right. So now talk to the folks who I uh, I identified as, and they may want to do this, but I'm quite sure exactly what they should do. I'm going to, to get, file for the ERO, get the electronic filing identification number. Uh, you said maybe they need to take some classes or courses either through your uh, operation or through Jackson Stewart or something like that. What's what's their next yeah. step? So the step is well, after, after they do that, after they do that, you got to remember everybody you meet is a customer. So mm-hmm. it's not like you got to try to figure out where the customer is. He's right in your face. Right. Every time I go somewhere, and you've been with me. Every time I go somewhere, I'm probably the most popular guy at the event. Everybody wants to come and talk to me about taxes. You know, mm-hmm. we all got that one thing in common. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. You know, so I get people from all walks of life coming to me, asking me tax questions. And that's why I always try to stay uh, ready because I know that they're going to ask me. As soon as I, they hear I do taxes, here they come. Some people don't want to think about taxes till you say the word. You know, it has such a, a stressful effect on people in society today. I try to make my office as fun as possible. I got uh, R&B music playing, incense burning, uh, you know, <laughs> bubblegum machines. You know, my, my tax office yeah, is like a barbershop. You know, I, <laughs> Hey, look! I got Malcolm X on my I got Malcolm X on my wall. Uh, Marcus Garvey, some African art. You know, I'm like you know, come on in and enjoy yourself and relax and let's do these taxes. Relax while you're there. Exactly. 
I, I, yeah, I you know what I mean? Because they, they had us so, they got us so spooked out, man. People are trembling over this stuff, and it's not right, you know, and we shouldn't have to be in fear. You know, this is a great industry. Uh, there's a lot of things. I, I, I think that this system works real well. You know, we're going well, to I Africa pretty that. soon. I, I would say yeah, that yeah. every time I come out of there, I, I am smiling. Whether uh, I owe or, or whether I get something or don't get anything back. Yeah, that, yeah, you um, always go out with a laugh always, or something. I'm always you know smiling, going out with a laugh. I've only owed a few times, and each time I've owed has been very minimal. So I appreciate that, and I, I look yeah. to. So now I understand now that you are also franchising uh, your tax boxes. So what should people look for, or what is they need to do so they can either uh, join or come under? Being able to yeah, I would, I would love, I would love every black person to get a tax office if it was up to me. But uh, like mm-hmm. I said, if you get your EFIN number and if you come by and have a conversation with me, I think you'll find out that this business is not what you thought it was. This business threw me, man. When I was in Houston, Texas, and this Jackson, you a guy hired me, I was like, hmm, you you hired me? I didn't realize he just wanted somebody who looked like the customers. And that's right. who you have in most of these tax offices. Most of us don't own these tax offices. If, if you see these tax offices in our communities, Jackson, you know, they Black and Liberty, man, very few of them are owned by us. But you never get to see the owner because he just sets it up and then gets the hell out of there. You know what I'm saying? But you ain't never seen them <laughs> donating money back to the community. They ain't, you ain't seen Ace and Black and you know, trying to help that battered women's shelter. Or, 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 or trying to help the homeless shelter or giving these scholarships to these kids. You don't never see that, but you do see them taking it out of our community. Mm-hmm. You know, if you ride around, you see them in every one of our communities. I got a problem with a franchise of mine in Columbia, South Carolina right now. And he's been trying to get an office down there because I told him to, you know, find you an office near H&R Block, near Liberty, and near Jackson Ewick because they already did their homework. And he's been having trouble down there, and there's not many black tax offices down there because they got this exclusive thing going down there where if you try to put a tax office near uh, H&L Block and Jackson Ewart, they won't rent you an office if you're doing taxes. So the the, uh, the, off, the owner of the office space is, is denying you access to be able to uh, do business in it? Yeah, he's, he's telling he's telling my clients they got an exclusive with H and R Block and an exclusive with uh, you know Jackson Ewart. And then, matter of fact, the one land, land, uh, tenant, landlord said uh, 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 he said, uh, "Don't you see that Liberty across the street?" <laughs> you know, I thought when you see a Ford, you see a Chevy, uh, and I thought when you see a right. McDonald's, you see a Wendy's. Right. So, um, so I got I got to go down there and get them straight with this because this is the definition of antitrust. You know, a big person can't keep a small person from participating in an economy. Exactly. Exactly. You know, and I and had so that problem before in with... Michigan. Mhm. You know, so I had that problem before in Michigan, and I, and I had to go up there and get them straight. You know what I mean? And and, right. and I'm gonna have to go down south and get them straight because I know they don't want us getting into this business because we're 80 percent of the customers. If we start getting in this business, they're gonna be in trouble because for one thing, their ice ain't colder than ours. We use mm-hmm. the same software, we use the same banks. The only difference is we know the customers better. Right. 
So I don't know so, why we shouldn't be making that money so we can bring it back to our community. Uh, that just makes sense to me. Now, uh, what is it that uh, uh, people have to do to get into the franchise or get into the ownership side of things? Well, you know, this this year it, was, it wasn't so much a franchise for me because I'm trying to start the black tax offices. So if you see a tax office with a big sign that says taxes and BTO, right to the right of the sign, which means black tax office, then we're trying to sort of get a consortium of black tax offices so we can start advertising. We can, you know, you can come to my website, which is called blacktaxoffices.com. Let me say that again, blacktaxoffices.com. If you're interested, I have a place on there for, on resources. It's called a request for consideration. You know, if you fill that out and send it to me, I would love to talk to anybody interested because, like I said, I think that this is one of those generational wealth type things that your kids can walk into because as long as H&R Block and Jackson Ewart are alive, the tax business ain't going nowhere. All right. Right, so but if they go to that website, blacktaxoffices.com, and watch my video, and just think about it, because it's the best retirement tool on earth. You can do this. If you work three months out of the year, you got nine months to spend your money and enjoy yourself. That's true. So, so, so if you're retired, it's not really work. You don't even have to do taxes. You can hire folks to do that. But uh, mm-hmm. I, I just think we've been bamboozled about this. It's a $16 billion a year industry. If we don't get but a billion of that, you know, that's access to capital. Correct, right. <laughs> and a billion dollars together, can go a long way, Maria. You know what I mean? A long way. A long way. And then you're getting. And, and, and you know what, though? If you're they've able been to put enjoying this together. for the last darn near 30 years. You know what I'm saying? I mean, they've been getting billions of dollars out of us every year for a long time. So I just don't see why we can't flip it and start uh, bringing that money our way. You know, if we're going to be the customers, we might as well take advantage of the 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 opportunity. You know, and, and right. I think a lot of people would be glad they did. So, uh, if, if anybody's interested, they can call me. I'm gonna give you. Can I leave a phone number? Absolutely. Go ahead and give your your phone number. Your website again. If anybody just wants to talk, I'm not looking for you to do anything but listen to this opportunity. My name is Marlon Jackson, like the Jackson Five. I can be reached at two o two. Two seven six six four seven four, and that's my cell phone number. Uh, you can reach me on my office number three zero one six three six three eight one three. Give it you again. Know, I'm, give I want to say this. Give the phone number again. Give the phone number Okay, two zero two two zero two two seven six six four seven four. That's my cell, and my office number is three zero one. Six three six three eight one three, and I'm located at seventy eight zero one Parston Drive, Forestville, Maryland. At seventy eight zero one Parston Drive, Forestville, Maryland. If you're retired, or if you're just looking for a a twelve month income in three months, and you like people, and you don't mind being part of a dynamic group of folks who's trying to bring the money back to the community, I would love to meet you and talk with you. Uh, you know, I'm not going to beat you over the head to come with me. I'm not trying to be a salesman, but I am trying to show you something that we need to be doing. And if you want to ask Marlon a question while we still have time on the show, give us a call at 516 590 That's 516 590 
143. If you need a quick question for her, we still have time on the show. So, Marlon, you, um, you, you, you've given us information. You're saying that uh, we can uh, go to the website, blacktaxofficers.com, uh, fill out form request for consideration. Uh, that will help us in determining understanding exactly um, <clears throat> what uh, what uh, uh, opportunities there and, and what we can do. And from there, uh, you will talk to us or tell us or show us exactly how we can go ahead and get started in the tax business. Um, and we can apply for our ERO number and our electronic filing identification number. Uh, and once we're able to get that, then we can actually do start doing taxes. Now, is there software that we have to buy or purchase that, that we need to, like, upload to our computer? And, I mean, is there, like, tutorials that help us walk through this? Well, you know, there, skinny? There, I mean, you can go to YouTube and look at different softwares, right? But I'm, I'm going to be real honest with you, man. These software companies are very user-friendly. And their software makes it real easy. It's basically doing data entry. I mean, you have to have some tax knowledge, but, you know, you put information that people give you into the system and, uh, you know, you put it where it's supposed to go. And at the end of the day, the software takes it where it's supposed to go and, you know, it, it does all your calculations for you. So, you know, there's a lot of different softwares out there right now. I don't want to promote any of them, but, you know, I have my... You know, you know, I, 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 I have one I've been using for a while that I enjoy, but uh, there's a lot of good software companies out here. They're competing every year to make the software easier and easier. The main uh-huh. thing in this business is loving your customers, treating them with respect, telling them how they can do better with their taxes, speaking to them, you know, and that's all it really takes. People just want to be respected. And that policy of get them in and get them out, when I heard that, uh, Mike, when I was in Houston, Texas, man, I wanted to jump on this dude, but I kept my composure, and I said, you know what? I'm not going to jump on this dude. I'm going to stay with this dude and learn this business. And it's changed my life. That's all I do. I don't want to do nothing. I don't want to do nothing else but taxes. <laughs> I, I know. I know. That's all you talk about. Whenever I see that, all you talk about. So, what's the average uh, yeah, I, person? Uh, huh? How much does the average person pay to get their taxes done? Oh boy, the average is about three hundred dollars. <laughs> so every time okay. somebody walks in my office, it's <laughs> around three hundred dollars. Some people more. Some people I do free. If you're a college student. And you ain't getting much back. I'm not going to take your refund. You know, you need it for school. If you're real elderly and you, you know, you're sickly and you got retirement money and all that, I'm not going to take your money from you. Right. I mean, I, you know, I do, I do things based on my heart and how I feel about it. You know what I mean? But most of my clients, we, we're, we're good friends, and I, you know, I got clients from every walk of life. Uh, you know, lawyers, uh, you know, from all the way down to your laborer, uh, you know, I, and I love them all the same. I have a good time when they come in here and they love seeing me every year. So talk to us, too, because one thing that I did not know until I came to you and I, and I sat down is that the, the um, aspects of, of, I guess, um, the, the cost of preparation is automatically calculated within your software system so that it already automatically generates a fee as opposed to you saying, oh, it's going to cost you 
hundred dollars compared to the other. Yeah, there's, 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 there's no there's no flat fee. You know, when somebody calls me and asks me how much does it cost to do taxes, if I told them a fee, I'd be lying to them because a lot of times I tell them a fee, and here they come with a box of receipts. You know, so you right. you, know, you gotta be careful when you when you give somebody a price because they they get they can come around the corner on you when you come in here and told them a certain price, and here they come with all this mess. And uh, <laughs> you know, it's like hey, you told me two hundred and fifty. I'm like. Yeah, 250 yeah, doesn't look at yeah. that stuff. <laughs> right, I know you have 10 years of receipts you're still trying to file. So yeah, all that, yeah. Say, and, and, and that's the part I hate the most. I do not like organizing people's stuff. Right, so how much time would you say someone would have to devote to becoming a, 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 a tax preparer or owning a tax office? What What is it they need to do to prepare so that they can start the first thing you need to do is apply for your EFIN number because it takes about 45 days because they got to do a background check. So you're going to send in a fingerprint card and they're going to make sure you ain't a terrorist and, you know, that you're a good person. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And most people are. And most people are, you know what I'm saying? So. Right. A lot of people don't even know they can get it even. You know, a lot of people, you know, I don't know what it is about black people, man, but we think the worst. I've had people who <laughs> haven't done their taxes in about four years, and they scared to death, right? Man, you know, and I'm like, man, and you know you know what you know what I tell them? I said, has the IRS sent you any letters? They say, nah. And I said, well, they probably owe you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the IRS ain't going to send you no letter unless you owe them. Some 
moments that were, you know, some of them were a little spooky every once in a blue moon because that's par, par with the course. But, mm-hmm. you know, if you do the right thing in this business here and don't be doing all this crazy stuff, man, you can do taxes till you die. You know, one thing about people, you know, you know, I'm going to tell you one thing I realized when, when people go to a tax person, either that tax guy dies or they die. But people are pretty loyal in this industry. You know, they, they mm-hmm. you know, once they start going to you, 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 you know, you usually get them for life. You get fine. So once someone starts, starts through the process, is it something that they need to plan for so they can prepare for next year? Uh, or is it, is it, uh, Six months thing that they need to do: study, well, read, and prepare. Let me let me, let me put it like this: uh, a first year person got to know that you're getting your feet wet. So your first year is a learning curve because that three months goes by pretty fast. So you might want to be with a franchise model because the first mm-hmm. six weeks is your earned income credit, folks. You know those are lower income people who get big refunds. Then the second wave of people is your sort of lower middle class they not, they don't want to be there with that first wave of people then your third people are the ones who owe money and want to file extensions so it moves real fast you know what i mean and you got to take a good vacation in may <laughs> after three after three months of doing taxes you you want to use some of that money to go take a nice trip okay okay, <laughs> <laughs> okay. but but the bottom line is that to prepare to do taxes first you got to look at where the H&R blocks Jackson Ewart and Liberties are then you gotcha. need to find a location about 500 to 800 square feet you don't need anything big cuz people just want to get their refunds back it ain't like they need a big auditorium and you know so you know and it needs to be nice and cozy my tax offices are black so if you come with me you got to have a picture of Malcolm X on your wall <laughs> you know i want when people walk in my office they see james brown and uh, you know they see african statues so they feel sort of comfortable so uh you know and 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 these are the customers everybody is a customer i don't care what they do i don't care if they drink smoke uh they all work you know, so the bottom line is I don't discriminate. If they have a job and they need their taxes done, I love them and I don't judge them. And, you know, and it works for us, you know, and I believe that people see how genuine I am. They know I actually have a love for black folks. I'm a Vietnam veteran. I, you know, I fought the civil rights movement, so I have this spirit in me, you know, to uplift my people. And uh, and I'm not going to uh, uh, stop until I can help some other folks get involved in this tax business because I think that it'll bless their family. Okay. Good. All right, my. So that's so all they really got to do, and then and and then just start letting people know you want to do taxes. So by the time tax season comes here, they know. So then you said that the thing is to I guess, get Barbara join a company uh, where you can be. The office with the, a company that first year and uh, be able to get your feet and understand what's going on until you actually yeah, turn everything. People got to know you can really do it. I mean, you know, I mean, there's still a trust factor here. I mean, you're right. dealing with people's information, you know, their social security number, their kids' stuff, uh, their income, their life, and they want to know can they trust you with that information. Right. Right. So your first year, they, you're really out there shaking hands, kissing babies, and letting people know this is what you do. Once these people start getting refund checks from your office and and, and start seeing that you do this, they start telling other people. And right. you know, we 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 love our customers because they're sort of like our front line. So when we treat them good, they go out and tell everybody else about us. 
But once people, the word of mouth gets out there, man, it's all it's all good. You know, once people realize that you're, you know, you're not going to mess their taxes up, and uh, and you're going to get them their money back uh, fast, and you can do the same thing as everybody else. Then you know, I mean, I do the advance. I can get your money back tomorrow if you you know if you're approved for it. So it's not right. anything that the other companies do that I don't do, but they advertise more than us, so it looks like they can do more. Right. I mean, I, hey, look, when you see them advertising in the middle of a Super Bowl, you know who is Marlon Jackson, the tax office? <laughs> you know, well, if you, if you advertise like, in the middle of the Super Bowl, they're going to know who you are because they'll be like, that's where I'm going. So if he can afford to do this, well, well, when, when, when we come something. together, when we come together and we start pooling our money so that we can advertise, uh, then I think we'll put a dent in what they're doing to us. But but we got to come together. This is not, you know, if you want to do a mob pie, you're going to be okay. You're going to make some money. Your family going to be all right. But I think we got to think a little bigger than that. Our family's bigger than that. You know, we're going to Africa this year. You know, with the United States Black Chamber, uh, we're doing a conference in May. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm I'm talking early, but, you know, um, then we're going to the Congo in, um, in, in um, uh, August. And okay. there's a lot of things going on right now with Africans and African Americans, you know. And I'm excited about the opportunities that we're getting ready to have in Africa, and they're finally coming to talk to us, you know. And that's a good thing. So I'm Correct. excited about that. So I'll keep you abreast on how that's working right now. But there's a lot of good stuff. The United States Black Chamber is in the lead, and um, they're really starting to make it so that um, Africa is looking at African Americans like they should have been doing. But um, it's starting, you know, better late than never. Right, right. Well, but there's a well, lot good. of great opportunities. There's a lot of good stuff happening right now, you know, and, and hopefully one, um, and I just want to say Africa got super rich and super poor, so they need to get them a middle class so poor people can have a pathway to some kind of success. But they're talking with us right now, so everybody keep they their really ears open. Yeah, they really do. They do have that. You have the rich and they have the very poor. And, uh, yeah, it yeah. Is, and, it and there's, is, and there's, there's no bad. pathway I, like you either super rich or super poor. <laughs> you know but, but I, but but, I will tell people, too, that everyone that's black needs to get to Africa. If you have not been, you need to get there because oh, everything see, that you what's hear happening right now, but that's, but, uh, it, you that's know, exactly it, what's it building the economy over there. The tourism right, right now is up incredibly. Americans are going to yeah. Africa like crazy, black Americans. It's about time. It's about time. It is about time. So what's time, it for us, man? man? What's time. it for us? What, what do we look out for? What's this? Well, I mean, I don't know, cause like I say, here come, here we go again. You know, I'm learning on the fly. Um, Donald Trump has changed the whole structure for rich folks. So it's almost like I got to wait and see with you. I just started looking at my software and had to real. I'm like, wow, what is this? Uh, they, they're adding a whole lot more stuff, so I really don't know. Like last year, I learned on the fly. You know, I don't mm-hmm. care how many of those courses you take, you're not going to understand it until you actually do taxes. Until you, until you actually get into it and have to do it yourself again. Yeah, but I know one thing. I think people are scared straight. I, I, I think the bamboozle sort of um, caught people off guard. And and I, I I know for a fact that uh, it's not on the news right now because we're being distracted with all this other mess, right? But I can guarantee you we ain't the only ones hurting on this tax change. I mean, white people are being hit just as hard. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure they are. They just again they just can't hit as hard as we are because they they always had the the net worth and everything else above ours to begin with. 
since everything is always catered to that side of the coin. Um, but certainly we need to be prepared and understand that whatever coins we have, as you said, we need to make sure we secure them, we keep them, we hold them. Bring them back. And we also have to make, exactly, and we have to make sure we start setting up legacies and wills and insurance and things of that nature for our children, yeah. our grandchildren, so that they are not burdened yeah. by our our, our um, medical issues and or our death and burial. We got to make sure we have insurance to help put us in the ground. So that our kids don't have to worry about that, and sometimes yeah. as, a, as people we don't think about that. You know, I don't. I don't know if you remember when Mitt Romney said that. Hey, if you need money for school, go ask your parents. Well, oh yeah, you that. know, I was I was blown away <laughs> to find out that there are forty four. There's forty four million white millionaires in the United States. And there's only 35,000 black millionaires in the United States. So, like, one out of every five white people got a millionaire in their family. You know, in other words, they got somebody they can go to when things get rough. Well, it's probably more one than out that of every, Look, one out of every 50 black families got a millionaire, and that dude's hiding. <laughs> you know right, right. Like, I'm tired of all my family trying to hit on my little hit on me. And, but, and his know, million is so, probably tied into his house and not in his pocketbook. All kind of stuff, man. He's living in a gated community, yeah. though. You ain't, you know, he, he ain't right, trying to right. be bothered by family and all that mess, trying to hit him up, right. man. But see, you know, but we need to get there. I'm, I'm just saying, though, we can do it. This is one way we can oh, do yeah. it. Get into this business. Get into this tax business. Well, get into this tax well, business. Let's, I, let's I, all I, come I'm together. If you've got a black tax office, call me. I don't want nothing yeah. from you. Just give me a call. That's it. That's it. You know, we need to, I don't want to call website. it unionized, but we right. need to come together for real. You come together. Give me the phone number and give me the website again. Yeah, that's 202-276-6474. That's my cell. And 301-636-3813. And what's the website? And it's Black Tax Offices with an S. Dot com. So anyone looking out there to either get your taxes done and or get into the business of tax preparation and, and being able to start your own business and own your office and get out there and start making some money and setting up something just for three months out of the year, uh, January to April, or four months out of the year from January to April, and maybe a little bit after that, filing extensions, going out there and call Marlon Jackson, uh, make sure you get a part of his uh, program going on to irs.gov and, and sign up for that electronic filing. Get your EFA number. Get that EFA number and uh, EFA number and uh, ERO and, and file that out and sign that information so you can get your background check done, put your fingerprint out there, and uh, let's start doing this because I'm with Marlon. Let's start I, doing I, some I, taxes. Let's, hey, let's bring, all the, let's bring all these offices out of our community and replace them with black tax offices. Uh, I, you know I, what? I it's all, right all fair and love and war. You know what I mean? But That's right. I'm going to fix That's these right. people trying to be exclusive in these little towns down south trying to keep these black offices from open. That's why we need numbers so that we can make a, make some noise. I can't make, make some much noise. noise by myself. You can start it, though. You can start the noise by yourself. You helped me start it tonight, Michael, and I thank you for allowing me to be on your program, man. You know I got hey. mad love for you. And, and when you get to South Carolina, whoever it is out there, let's do it and do another show, and we'll make sure that they hear it down yeah, in South see Carolina. see how it turned out. I got you. Exactly. 
and we can put him on the show and bring it out here again. I want to thank my brother Marlon Jackson for coming on tonight because, as I told him and I tell everybody else, right, what's at stake for us is a whole lot of stuff. Because if we don't pay attention to what's going on and know what's going on, just like Marlon shared with us tonight, we can miss out on a whole lot and not recognize exactly what's at stake for us and our family. We have to be prepared for it. We don't know what's coming down the pipe because there's so many new things coming down the pipe. We have to be prepared. So as uh, a good friend of mine says, get ready so you don't be ready so you don't have to get ready. And as long as you are already ready for what's happening, you don't have to worry about getting ready for it because you can already defend yourself and prepare for it. So until next time, if it's social, economic, or political, it's black politics today. I want to thank again my brother Marlon Jackson for coming on out. And uh, I'm going to close out with the rest of John Legend and the Roots, and maybe we'll get common in there and hear what's going on. So next week, we're going to get started with uh, the elections and everything that's coming up with that. So be prepared for it because uh, 2020 is going to be one of them years we need to be fully engaged and aware of what's happening. Wake up, everybody. Thank you for listening to Black Politics Today on I for What's at Stake in Global Politics with your host, Kelly Michael Williams. Join us live each Monday from 7 to 8 p.m. Until next time, follow us on Twitter, like us on Facebook, and download us on iTunes at Black Politics Today. <laughs>